0: We are live. Good morning, listeners, and welcome back to the 5-Minute Drill brought to you by O5 Media. This is your co-host, Darian Phillips, and as usual, I have the pleasure of being joined by Simran Sandhu, who I didn't get the chance to catch up with over the weekend, so I'm going to go ahead and take some time to see how he's doing.
1: Hey, Darian, I appreciate you asking. Things are definitely good, but I'll be honest, I'm getting tired of this whole working from home thing.
0: Uh, I'm a... I'm a little confused there, Simi. We, uh, we're running a podcast here and I would like to think that typically we're working from home.
1: Darian, it's semantics. Come on, man.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll settle this dispute later, Simi. Let's get to business right now. I will say that you are my go-to markets guy. You're well aware of this. And over the weekend, I heard a lot of people that were a little uneasy, unsure about when this thing was going to rebound. I kind of just wanted to reach out to you and see what your thoughts were. Can you give me some input on this?
1: Yeah, of course, Darian. So I'll start off by saying there's no clear answer here on when exactly markets will recover. But experts at large banks such as Credit Suisse and Bank of America think that the S&P 500 will fall anywhere between 35 to 47% from its February peak before the market recovers. So really, investors will have a better idea when data is released this week regarding manufacturing, service sectors, and jobless claims. But really, we're just going to have to wait and see. I guess, what are we seeing on the oil front, Darian?
0: Not much different, as usual. We saw another price dip, and they're now hovering around $22 a barrel.
1: Do we have any idea why oil prices are so low right now?
0: Oh yeah, definitely. We know it's due both to that pandemic and oil price war that we can't talk enough about. And if we take a look at domestically, we'll see that the shale oil companies that have been turbocharging our US oil production for the past decade are really in a sticky situation right now. They're in both fear of bankruptcy as they struggle with loads of debt and higher interest rates. And as we speak about loads of debt, Simi, I can't help. I just can't help it. What's going on with WeWork?
1: Darian, I think you know the answer there things aren't going so well. And as usual, they need capital. I mean, the pandemic has certainly hit them hard, but by no means have they ever been a cash cow. They're still unprofitable. They've been unprofitable from the start. And it seems like their chief investor, SoftBank, has just gotten tired of giving them money. They've just backed out of a potential bailout. But now we work directors... Won't go out without a fight, so expect them to give SoftBank some pushback. But Darian, I wanted to switch gears here. Last episode, we talked about companies getting creative during the pandemic. And I'm curious, have we seen any other companies, corporations, people, quite honestly, take initiative since that point?
0: Yeah, and I'm sure there's a lot of this going on that really hasn't been covered. But the one that I did see today pertains to the airline industry. And a lot of these companies in the airline industry are starting to dip into the freight business. In particular, the American Airlines is launching its first scheduled cargo flight since 1984.
1: I mean, the pandemic has really taken a beating on the airline industry. So it makes sense why they're trying to adjust their business model. I mean, they're just trying to survive here.
0: Right, right. And everybody is struggling right now. We're very familiar with that. It's everywhere from corporations to smaller mom and pop shops, all the way down to individual workers. And unfortunately, even amidst this crisis, Congress and the White House are both too busy plan politics in their own little world. And that recent coronavirus rescue package that people really need just hit a bump in the Senate, which is really sad to see.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's surprising, especially since Congress themselves have seen several members infected now. I mean, Senator Rand Paul just announced that he tested positive for the virus. And given the fact that there have been over 32,000 cases logged in the US, which is a 10x increase in the week earlier, this is just crazy to me. I mean, Darian, at the very least, is it free to get tested or treated if need be?
0: Yes and no. The best answer in the world, right? Right. On the one hand, yeah. yeah. And on the one hand, there is free testing. Uh, You will be required to cover lab tests and visits to healthcare providers for screening. On the other hand, treatment really isn't covered. And it's really a case by case scenario where it depends on the severity of your symptoms. And typically, that treatments range anywhere from $13 to $1,500.
1: Wow. I mean, you can even see jails have started to take precautions. Jails in big states such as California, New York, Texas, they've started to release low-level offenders, sick, and even elderly inmates. So these are definitely some interesting times we're living in. But can you give us a quick update on the sports world?
0: Yeah, sure. So the latest news with the NFL free agency, we'll see that Todd Gurley signed a one-year deal with Atlanta Falcons. And Jameis Winston is still lonely and looking for a home. I think he was talking about calling some guy named Simran Sandu to stay over.
1: Hey, Darian. Well, you just let him know. Simran Sandu is too busy social distancing, so it's just not going to work. But uh, that's all we've got for you on the news side today, folks. As always, we've got another enduring question for you. As you know, people are hoarding toilet paper and hand sanitizer. So what do you think is the next hot commodity people stock up on? Make sure to tweet us your thoughts at Up5Media and stop by our website to subscribe at Up5Media.com. And we will catch you bright and early Tuesday morning as we continue our journey to redefine how you experience news.